Hello and welcome to the VGU.TV podcast. When, short for Weekend News, where I, Alamir, am joined by the writers for VGU.TV and we run down the Weekend News. And there's some bad stuff happening right now. So we're just, think of it, th- think of us as on Craggy Island. A reference that I'm sure will be lost to both of you. Yep. <laughs> huh? Okay, so there was a an Irish TV show called Father Ted in in the late 90s. Oh yeah. And it was it was from the same guy who created uh, Black Books, uh, IT Crowd. Oh okay. Hey, I know IT Crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like. And it's tragic because, like, the guy who played Father Ted died a few days after the show ended. Oh, damn. And, yeah, it's just... it's Check check it out if you get a chance. So how does that reference relate to us? It means we're in the middle of nowhere. So we have no... By the time it would get to us, things would already be over. Oh, okay. So that so let's, I'm going to run down the upcoming releases for the week of June 12th. Did you introduce us? Oh, I forgot to do that. <laughs> like we're just voices. Disembodied voices over the podcast. <laughs> okay, I am joined by Green Webb. Hi, hello. I'm freezing. I'm going to go turn my AC off, and I will return in a moment. <laughs> okay. And. That other voice is Josh Miller. Boy, it's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. It's been another week of hoping that the next 2K WWE game is good. (laughs) And I'm I'm, I'm not being ironic. I'm legitimately saying that. I just now, or yesterday, figured out who Patrick Gilmore was. And apparently he worked on Medal of Honor Airborne. Which I liked, but didn't feel right. Was it the latest one? That No, it was the one from, from I think, 2007. Oh, okay. It was one that, not... as the title implies, you were a paratrooper. Okay, yeah, no, I remember that one. It's not part of the the reboot series. I wish. <laughs> because... Well, you like the reboot series? No, I mean, I, I like uh, Melvin Airborne. Oh, okay. I like how quick Alan wants to be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, don't put me over there. <laughs> I mean, the... I'm, no, no, if I, I was about to say something really bad. <laughs> Um, when they were showing it off during E3 on G4, they were nagging the guy who playing the like doing the gameplay because he kept dying over and over. I feel like I remember that. I mean, G4 did have the right like they covered every E3 for like six, seven years. Yeah, that's how I probably would have watched all of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
so speaking of events, the PS5 event, obviously, we're not we're not talking about the magical experience that it was because it didn't happen. Very sad. It's disappointing, but understandable. There's more important things out right now that kind of need everyone's attention. More important than games, more important than movies, more important than Hollywood, more important than any hobbies and activities. (laughs) More important than Call of Duty Warzone and mobile. Oh, damn. (laughs) That's segue. I just segued from a segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like the PS5 uh, event, Call of Duty War, uh, War, Modern Warfare Warzone and Mobile well, they will not have their new seasons and they have now uh, seasons, season 4 of Modern Warfare and season 7 of Call of Duty Mobile has been moved, have been moved to later dates what do you guys think about this? Um, as, as the Call of Duty guy, I, I would feel out of the three of us, cause I don't, I don't know how heavy you guys are into it. Um, I don't oh, know. I, I like the one I like, I, I, I've, like, I've been, I've played at least some, some amount of each game, except the one, ironically, I, I really like the one that we're not supposed to like anymore because of the guy. Oh no! Advanced Warfare is fantastic. <laughs> I I do not. I will unabashedly is that the word say that I that game is still great. The right the writing in that is fantastic. It is a very yeah. good topical story. Like it's it still really hits. I remember I wanted to go back and replay that, and I ended up just watching a movie of it and a, a movie, a cutscene movie, and and it spawned yeah. it spawned a meme. What or. Or a GIF. What one? Press F to pay respects. Uh, oh, yes. Okay, yeah, yes. Hey, uh, that's that's not a GIF. That is a movement, sir. That it spawned. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it is. And I think now that I think now I think about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I actually was just playing um, COD Mobile the other day. I reinstalled it, even though it takes up freaking four gigabytes of space on my phone, which is just ridiculous. Um, Excuse me. Um, I don't know. It's, I'm not huge into battle passes and seasons and stuff. So I feel that it's, um, I feel that there's somebody out there who's going to be real upset by this. But I think that if you can put, if you can put your feelings aside with all the things that we're not getting we're not getting a new PlayStation reveal. We're not getting the the EA event was pushed out. Uh, that did IGN even do anything on their days that we we were talking about? Have they done any reveals? Um, if they did, it wasn't very big. <laughs> so okay. I, I can't think of anything that they've that they've done. So then those were all pushed out too. So I feel like if you can put all that aside, then um, just having your COD season delayed is is fine. I mean, it says indefinitely, but like they'll, they'll get that out as fast as they can. They, they definitely have 
many seasons outlined and know what they're going to do. So it'll it'll be out before you know it. Yeah, I saw something on Twitter about are some disgruntled players, which I just how do you act like that? Like how how do you generally genuinely feel that way about something that's bigger than you? Yeah. I mean, you're going to get disappointed people to, to an extent you, you like, you know, yeah. Like one angry gamer. We're all sad, but like, yeah, we're not gonna We're not that (laughs) we're not going to get, we're not, we're not going to make lists of traders quote, quote unquote traders. (laughs) So so dumb. Just, <laughs> okay, it takes so a certain kind of insanity for that. <laughs> so, uh, do either of you guys play uh, Trackmania? I played Trackmania Turbo on PS4. I love it. Yeah, I played Turbo. I was gonna plug uh, the video that you made, but I'm not sure if it's on a cha- if it's on what it's on. I don't, I'm not, I don't know what channel it's on. Did Josh make a track media video? Did I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, uh, I, feel like I did. It must have been a while ago. <laughs> We're both like, who are you track- talking about? <laughs> uh, Trackmania Turbo from, uh, from like, I want to say, a year earlier in the year or a year ago. No, no, yeah, wow. it was a year ago. So it wasn't for us. It was for us. It it just wasn't for VGU. Don't give them any views. Maybe I'll just make a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Just be very petty about it. Give me a reason to go back in there. It's an easy game to pop in and out of. Well, the, the pricing model for the Trackmania remake like that, Ubisoft gave that out or revealed every the model, and the game, the the game is going to be free, but there are obviously prices for certain privileges. The track creator is like ten per year, and there's a thirty per year option. To unlock exclusive skins and racing league entries. This this is a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like reading this for the first time as we speak. And yeah, uh, and people people weren't generally happy, or they weren't responding well to this. So, developer from our a representative from Ubisoft, Nadeo, explained that actually, actually, Trackmania's model is not a subscription. You just pay for the same thing several times. Which, <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy. Because, like, who, 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 again, who does this? I don't know what made them think this was even a good idea. <laughs> like, what makes you want to go this route in the first place? I don't understand it. The rep well, explained... Actually, it's not a, sub- a subscription model, but an access to the game for a limited time. 
<laughs> those fucking words. It's like every time I read, I, I was staring at it, just looking it over and over again. But like, I feel didn't did is it the Mario Kart iOS game that you like? You can play the game, but if you want, yeah, because it's got a whole nother level of um, it's like the two hundred CC mode. You have to pay for the subscription for. And then, and like you can't even play this mode unless you're paying for what was a free game. So, I like I kind of see what they're doing, but you you can't do that without you can't just word your way out of it. Call it a subscription <laughs> model, like they, they Ubisoft. I love them. I I love you guys, but they they do some weird shit with their games. Like you look at a game like Siege, which I mean, more power to you for having. Uh, they said they were going to have like a 10 year business model and Hey, they're living up to it. But when you get into like all these seasons and you're basically charging people to play the game over and over again, like Graydon, you pay for having (laughs) access to the game for one period and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) when time is over, you have to buy the game again for the time, for the time that you want to access it again. It's like this weird MMO type pricing for a racing game. I don't (laughs) get it. It's like Blockbuster where you pay by the year. Like I'm not, I'm not renting a game annually. Fuck off. Oh, no. man. I'd rather fucking pay. Did I don't this is like a, a sub a side thing, but did Anthem have a subscription to it? I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Alright, because I was just gonna be like, I'd rather put my money toward Anthem, but if it did if it didn't <laughs> then, um yeah that's just like i'm okay have a subscription so i get what they're doing ten dollars if you're into the track court like into making tracks okay but don't don't word it like that come now rant over segue us out of here <laughs> so speaking of crazy there you go a never released nes game was reconstructed from decades-old floppy disks. It's it's been reassembled into Days of Thunder, and it was obviously it was never never released. NES game co-authored by late game developer Chris Oberth from Mindscape. And his family, Oberth's uh, family, lent the, the files to the Video Game History Foundation. And they put together a working for, version of the game. And apparently the original Days of Thunder, or this version of Days of Thunder, was it was the original, but not the actual one, as Beam Software would make eventually make Days of Thunder, and no one knows why this happened. This is an interesting. This is, yeah, yeah. He he's uh, Oberth. He worked, he, he designed the Anteater arcade game. 
and Winter Games for Commodore 64. He passed away in 2012. So he was able to live on. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I hadn't heard about this at all. I think it's really cool that they gave all that information to the Video Game History Foundation. Like those people there, Frank Cifaldi, just they do amazing work. And I'm glad that they're trying to keep all this stuff alive. And it's really cool to still have like the NES still be relevant in some way today. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, t- I'm tapping my Vita, hoping that someday it'll be relevant again. Oh, wait, it is. <laughs> right? It's always relevant, Alan. <laughs> I was I was trying it to means tease. life. <laughs> I was trying to tease. I was I was gonna try trying to go uh Graydon into revealing the thing he told he may told us about. Oh, my 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 article I'm gonna write? Yeah, but that can wait till the end of the show. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, but in crazy, uh, in even crazier news, the Epic Game Store will launch on mobile devices. I and still don't get this. So, Tim Sweeney, he during for like uh, GameSpot's Play for All summer gaming event, he spoke about the Epic Game Store success. And when asked if he like for goals, like future goals for the store, he brought up mobile devices. Quote, we'd like to bring the Epic Game Store to iOS in the future, and we'll bring it to Android. We think it's a good way to help the industry move forward. It's another way when or it's another way where Epic as a game developer had built up this audience around Fortnite and learned how to operate a distribution platform on PC and Android. So how how is that in any way how does that help <laughs> like is this just a Fortnite grab? Is this just a move for Fortnite? Well, the story does bring up the new. The new story does bring up the Fortnite launcher. Yeah, received, like that. The update it received for Android devices. So, the like the launcher has become the official Epic Games app. And at the same time, said launcher does not exist for the App Store. Which I, I'm not I'm not surprised considering uh Apple Games. Yeah. Or what, what is that would I get that right? Or is that Apple Arcade? Apple Arcade. Yeah. So I don't know, I feel like it can help that 
if they were to make more mobile games, it would make more sense. Or like we were talking at the beginning, uh, if it was just like a way to buy, to to look at the store and 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 the like. Like I use the PlayStation app. Pretty much, that's my primary way of downloading the free games with Plus or um, getting. Uh, uh, just like looking at sales and stuff, I use I use the app more than just going to the PlayStation Store, and um, so I I would definitely use it for that. But I feel like I I'm not getting a very good confirmation here of what direction they're trying to take it in. So as of right now, I'm hesitant on thinking that it's it's helpful. But I don't see what he means by it being a good step forward for the industry. I don't know how that's going to help. Yeah, I was wondering if it was supposed to be more like the Steam, like the Steam app that you can get on mobile. But I that's, feel like the, Ep- the Epic Game Store is so bare bones compared to that. And so I'm trying to think of like what exactly they're going to have on the app outside of like looking at your library and buying games. I didn't know there was a Steam app. What? <laughs> I didn't know there was a Steam app. <laughs> Is it good? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Huh. Yeah, you, you can look at all. Look at all. You can basically just look at everything. Wow. You can. Okay, the Steam app made remote play or remote installing. It made that before the X, the Xbox, or the Xbox and PSN apps. Oh wow! So. Uh, what is this about the Game Gear Micro? Oh my god, Alan. (laughs) Gear Micro. So there was news, I think it was last week, where someone was teasing that there was supposed to be something big from Sega, like on the level of like the PlayStation 5 reveal through Wired Magazine or whatever. And I don't think this is it. I think this is for one of the other news stories that we have. Yeah. the Game Gear Micro was the first thing revealed, and it looks like the stupidest thing that they could have possibly done with this idea. So you know how bad the PlayStation Mini was, right? How everyone seems to really dislike that? Yeah. This is like that times 100. So the Game Gear Micro will be retailing for it looks like about $50. It will come in a variety of colors, like red, yellow, blue, black. Each one will have a different set of games on it. So, for example, the yellow one will have a couple, like, three Shining Force games. Uh, the blue one will have Sonic and Tails, Gunstar Heroes. Um, the black one will have some, looks like, Outrun and Royal Stone and Sonic the Hedgehog. Red will have Last Bible columns so (laughs) they've split up this tiny console and when i mean tiny i mean tiny like there is a picture of it i don't know if you guys have seen it oh yeah Yeah. tell them about the window josh oh my god so the (laughs) micro itself looks like you can fit it in the palm of your hand so the screen looks like it's about two quarters set next to each other and uh, what is it? Because it's all in Japanese, but apparently there's a way to buy a larger window that you would attach to the micro 
so it blows up the screen so you can see it better. It's the stupidest fucking thing. What the hell are they doing? Like, I don't. I don't get it. I, I didn't. I, I don't know <laughs> no, why, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a an Eminem related pun to make of the Game Gear Micro. Like, <laughs> M- M&Ms, they have emulsion in, in, in your mouth, down your hand. <laughs> it really tastes the rainbow with the Game Gear Micro. I didn't know this about the game thing. So, can you like trade games like Pokemon, or do you really have to collect them all like they're cereal box prizes? As far as I know, because all the advertising and stuff is in Japanese, but it looks like you have to buy each and every one to get these different games on it. So you're paying for like a two hundred dollar system at the end of the day to get two hundred dollars to get <laughs> to get sixteen games. Oh. That you can barely see unless you buy an extra attachment. Oh my god. Oh, Sega, what have they done to you? First you <laughs> episodic Sonic, and then you do this. You know, I think people were expecting, like, oh, they're going to release a Dreamcast Mini or something. And I think even those that were thinking Game Gear Micro were not expecting it. This Micro and this... Like, released in this method... I don't get it. Like, why would they do this? I'm a young lad. Was the Game Gear big, or was it uh, was it that small? Uh, it was the Game Gear was much bigger than the Game Gear Micro. Oh, okay. It was. It was during the oh, period. Oh, it's like a PSP. Yeah, but except instead of charging, it needed batteries, lots and lots of batteries. Okay. That was his downfall. It was it was during the period where like uh, Sega, Atari, they were comp- trying to compete in the handheld market while Nintendo was kicking everyone's ass with the Game Boy. Okay. This so, is like, yeah, you had the Game Gear, you had the Lynx. Look at this picture that I just shared in our group chat of the micro next to the real size. That thing. Oh my god. This should be our thumbnail. That is the saddest thing. I can't even fathom this. It's like a quarter of the size of the screen that was already small. I am... Before we move on to a very, uh, you know, I expected the next story to be positive, but no, it's just worse. What is it? What is it? So before we do that, let's get to the upcoming releases. Oh, no, I did that. No, we didn't do that. Oh, you haven't. We talked about it for one game in particular, but we never actually did it. (laughs) Uh, The upcoming releases for the week of June 12th. Project Warlock, releasing for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. East, Memories of... Salsetta. Salsetta, I think. Salsetta. (laughs) Do not expect to see a review on (laughs) VGU.TV. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) And the last two are Samurai Showdown, 
and Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection, both per PC. So, the news. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you need my scatting for? Yeah. <laughs> it was something that uh former or that uh James used to do for Gamercast. <laughs> uh Prime J- Josh Prime would sing it and James would come in with the real jazzy uh yeah. <laughs> I like You're just gonna have to go back and cut the audio of that and then put it into each and every podcast we do from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, so let's bring the room down. You guys have you guys played Carbal? I have not, no. I have tried a little bit of it, yeah. Well the developer Star Theory Games they received some unusual messages over LinkedIn. And it came from an EP at the company that would, that was publishing their next video game. And it said in the game, the game said game was being pulled. And It was revealed that said game was a sequel to Kerbal, uh, Kerbal Space Program. Dun, dun, dun. And but the, the the game wasn't canceled. Yeah, it just moved to a new studio, right? Yeah, they were setting up a new studio to keep working on the game. And they were hi- trying to hire every all of take uh, or all of uh, Star Theory's dev team, and they were they were willing. To, they were saying saying things, or it was, it was said that they were offering compensation package, or a compensation package that included a cash sign-on bonus, an excellent salary, bonus elig- eligibility, and other benefits. And Jonathan Mavor and Bob Berry, who founded Star Theory, they had they were talking like they were talking about selling the company to Take Two, but weren't happy with the terms that, and the game was canceled. But Star Theory still had money in the bank. I'm just going to let that sit because I didn't <laughs> want to make a wrestling refer- reference. <laughs> they had a hell in the cell, if you will. <laughs> a Looking casket for some- match. Callback. Call back. So... They still had, they could, they were still able to try and sign other deals, 
and the next few weeks were chaos. Employees said. Take two hired more than a third of Star Theory staff, including the studio head and creative director. And then, and this is this is all pre March. So by the time that the virus just stopped everything, Star Theory shut down. And nobody knew. And this isn't surprising like this. I'm not surprised by this because Take Two is very petty. <laughs> They're very like. Ever have, have either of you guys played the NFL 2K series? No. Well, it was better. It was a much better game than Madden at the time. Oh wow. So they went and so EA went and got a an exclusivity agreement with the NFL, meaning that 2K or Take Two couldn't make any more football games. So they they retaliated by getting by signing a similar deal, but with Major League Baseball, which is why for about. Fourteen, fifteen years, or nearly for nearly a decade, there was either MLB the Show or MV, M, MLB Two K. Oh wow! Because they just wanted to say "fuck you" to Madden. We have a sports game. Yeah, we have like the MVP baseball games, which there were only three of. They were considered the. The cream of the crop. Huh. And they like they did try to keep the series going with it like two NCAA games. Ironically that had had Jared Weaver on one of the covers. But Yeah, they actually had some pretty. They had a, um, they had one. One of the games had a, like a stadium create or field creator. What? Yeah, you were able to customize or make a, a like a. I'm pretty sure you able to, you're, you had the ability to customize a field. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, this here says. This is just an article called MVP Baseball 2005 is still the greatest baseball game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and Graydon, do you know who was on the cover of that game? Of 2005? Yeah. Uh, is that our boy? Yeah, hey, Manny Ramirez. Look at that. Yep. Our dude. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the thing to take away from the story 
take two or D bags. <laughs> and also, it's like I, I don't know. When I first saw this story, I was like, "Why do this?" Yeah, it just—it's very—it's weird. It just has a weird thing around it. Like nobody, it doesn't seem like there's really a clear bad guy. I mean, there is, but like you're either because it's either at the end of the day, go with it or lose your job. But if you go with it, you're still getting paid and they're giving you things. So they look good, but like, and you still get to work on this game, but it's more of like a, a reputation thing for them. Like a, a, the article I read had like some different quotes from different developers in there. <clears throat> and it was just, you could see that they were just sad and weirded out by all of it. And, and so it's just a weird article to come away from and a weird news story to just uh, see happen and and to see like a big company really just kind of taking over an indie studio it's sad it's just a it's a weird thing and it makes me yeah t- take two rd bags yeah and okay i'm trying to Wait, it's a real shame that they didn't get a chance to sell any of their other projects to other people at the at GDC. Because, I mean, Kerber's a, Kerber's a pretty popular and well-beloved game. I'm, I'm sure if they had a chance to do that, they would have been picked up by an Epic or a Sony or a Microsoft or something to help publish their game. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's on, it's on Xbox. It's just oh, a shame. Uh, Josh, do you remember the guy not 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 uh leland yi uh the he was trying to get video games banned he, it was oh some, god that he, old senator i need a, i need a name <laughs> like jack something yeah. God, who was it? Jack Thompson. Yep. Yes, that's it. He he's he was he was always on the attack when when it came to Take Two. And it's like it's like they said in, in uh, Dark Knight: Die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs> So, let's move on to a better story. A new Halo project is in the works. Yay! Based on a 343 Industries job listing. And said listing is 343 Industries is looking for a senior producer to work on our core services team to help develop a new project in the Halo universe. And uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter uh, kind of funny best friend uh, MC Fixer he was speculating that it could be that it would be a Battle Royale game. Uh, uh, 
I mean, you're gonna you're gonna think that about everything, right? Like it, that's that's the that's the obvious get. Like you, <laughs> my instantly I came to mind. I was like, if Tetris said they were making a new game, you'd think, oh, I bet it's a battle royale. And fuck, it was. <laughs> so, so that wasn't a good example. But like, I don't know. You're gonna think I'm surprised Minecraft Dungeons isn't a battle royale. <laughs> I mean, it could be like the one thing I hope it is a sequel in some way, like ODST. Yes, <laughs> I read that online somewhere. I was like, "Oh, that would be wonderful." There's also poss- like a possibility it could be tied to Halo Infinite. Yeah, that would be good too. And let because listing. The list says it's new. It could be something. It could be another spinoff like ODST or Reach. Or it could just be. I mean, Twin Stick. Halo Wars 3. (laughs) Oh, man. Alan, let me, let me ask you, how would you feel about a Telltale Life is Strange-esque Halo delving into the lore that is there? Uh, well, that's the thing. Halo borrows from... And I'm using the term borrows... Generously. <laughs> it borrows from a lot of the stuff from the eight, a lot of the cool stuff from the eighties, mm-hmm. like the uh, or like as someone who hasn't read the novel, uh, apparently they there are stuff that they've either they've taken from Dune. Oh. I did not know that. I mean... Halo 4 was... That game took story seriously. As, as well as ODST, but that was telling a, a nice, confined story. Right. Or just developed out of the blue on a lot of stuff that was already there. Yeah, because like after in 2007, after Halo 3, like after the, the ending, people thought it was going to go towards Marathon. Oh. Because apparently the planet that is in view looks looked a lot like the planet from uh from the game. That would have been cool. How it mean I'm starting to look at three four three as the new bungee. Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of the people that or a lot of people to me that were big with Halo 
are there, like uh, Sketch, Brian Gerard, uh, Frank O'Connor. Like they stayed with three four three. Uh, well, I think Frank O'Connor uh, left some sometime to like when it was first being formed. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that like it was it was it was one of the inside Xbox things where when they first showed off Daisy and also revealed that ODST and Reach would be coming to the Master Chief collection because yeah. they showed Sketch. Hmm. But there are there are certain th- the stories I would I want to hear more about or learn more about. Yeah, like I don't know. I just think it would be interesting to delve into. I would be happy to see a, a Sergeant Johnson led game. Ooh, like if they could, if they would just adapt Contact Harvest, I would be I'd be happy. Yeah, that would be neat. Oh, and uh, before we move on to some Sega news, <laughs> Graydon had mentioned that he had he had a he had an opinion to drop. Oh my god! I can throw that out at the end. That could be a fun little surprise. <laughs> Because I'm gonna go off, and and we should we should. It's just it's. It'll be it's, um, it'll be a good outro. Yeah. <laughs> so you just just fade out as I'm screaming in the background. So, <laughs> I'm working. Some sometime last year, I started working on a Halo One LP. Because, like in, when Master Chief Collection came out. Uh, Josh Prime and James were doing a Let's Beat. And, like, they were doing... I was watching episode after episode after episode. <laughs> and it never it never finished. Oh, no. So I figured I'll do it myself. And I just not... Like, I recorded an episode... Or, or not... Or the fifth mission... Earlier, like the the first mission that introduces the tanks and uh, rideable ghosts. You did that today. I recorded. I captured footage today. Damn, getting shit done. I haven't played that game or Halo One in about. Let's see. <laughs> I have not played Halo 1 or Halo Master Collection since June of last year. Now you're hopping back in. The mission I did and said mission was it was not good. (laughs) It was fun to play. It was just it felt like It felt like there was just it was it was like a loop. 
because I was going through going in this through the same area. I went through. I must have gone through there at least eight or ten times. And it's the it's the mission. It's also the mission where you where Cortana finds out what Halo is actually meant. What what the installation is actually for. Like it, it's the one that ends with the iconic. We have to stop Captain Keys. Oh yes. My God. Like I. I mean, I I also don't have the controls mapped. To, or setting, I don't have them set to the way I usually have them set. So there's like three times I die from getting uh, hit by a ghost. So, and also there's a crazy thunderstorm happening while I was record or capturing footage. So the whole thing could have gone just could have just gone dead at any moment. <laughs> So, uh, what can you tell me? What can you guys tell me about this Sega arcade streaming stuff? Okay, I'll do my best to explain it, but it's pretty technical, and I'm an idiot. So we'll see how we do this here. Okay, so this was the news that Sega had that is considered big. Um, I don't know how big it actually is until it comes to fruition, but we'll see. Um. So as we all know, Japan is a pretty big center of arcade gaming, and Sega has quite a bit of arcade games in those arcades. And so what they are doing, um, let me just quote it from this Engadget article here. Um, According to Weekly Famitsu via Kotaku, Sega will tap into powerful CPUs and GPUs in arcade machines as part of an ultra-low latency streaming system. It's called the idea Fog Gaming, and it's based on Fog Computing. So apparently they are going to be using their arcade games as a form of like cloud system in a way to if I understand right they they might be allowing other people to play their arcade games online if they're not in the arcades themselves if I understand this right um Apparently, because like arcade games are so close together, they can perform better than most cloud systems since they're more spaced out. Um, so, like this article here, it says that uh, where is it here? Uh, here, Famitsu suggests Fog Gaming would add minimal lag, less than one millisecond, on top of regular network latency, which could make that tenable, especially for quick reflex titles such as fighting games. So, it would seem that. It is pretty powerful. It would work very well. And, you know, it's arcades are very big over there. And if people can play arcade games when they go home, too, it could be pretty huge. But until it actually comes, you know, until it becomes an actual thing, I don't really know what to expect of it. Like, you know, I think it was. It was back during the PS3 days when they were talking about like putting a whole bunch of PS3s together and NASA was using it to as a supercomputer or whatever. That's kind of what this sounds like in a way. Oh, man. Grain chose the worst time to dip. 
I was going to quote a uh, the theme or quote the lyrics from uh, the song from Carousel of Progress. Oh, when it becomes a reality, it'll be a dream come true for you and me. It will indeed. So <laughs> let's uh, let's head to the murder windmill. Oh, how she blows! <laughs> do you got dip for a little bit, Grin? I didn't. I do. I've, I'll try to be back. Um, if if I don't make it back, I will air my grievances at a later point. <laughs> okay. I'll just put it on the end of a recap. <laughs> like, <"Why> the- <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll see you guys. Okay. Later. Okay. So, arms. Characters coming to uh, Smash's DLC? Yeah, supposedly. So, one of the verses is that there is, I guess, in the... Um, okay, so the Nintendo website has Amiibos in alphabetical order, and there is a space between two characters, Toon Link yeah. and Sonic... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It says. So because of where the name falls, a lot of people are speculating that it could possibly be two characters from ARMS. Um, I've never played ARMS, so I don't know who either of these people are. But Springman and Springtron are possibilities. Um... There are, you know, people are also suggesting it could be other people, but the arms characters seem more plausible. But yeah. some are, it could be Tingle. Some say it could be Tiny Kong or Tiki Kong. Uh, Toad, Tom Nook, uh, maybe even Spyro. <laughs> I, I don't. I doubt it's Tom Nook because <laughs> he was. Go- he's going to be used so much as an avatar to beat up <laughs> he'll be the new punching bag in those <laughs> yeah just so people like people can place all their hatred on like their landlord hatreds on <laughs> Tom Nook and he'll be just till us be wrecked <laughs> but then again in the story it says that it could could just be an error mm-hmm. caused by yeah. formatting or the person who manages the Amiibo page could be that person's fault. Like they could have messed up. But the fact that it says the blank space says coming soon, and it will seems to indicate that this isn't isn't an accident. So, yeah, and I know that Arms is one of those games that a lot of people are kind of surprised isn't represented in the Smash Brothers game. Yeah, you have uh, the Wii Fit. Trainer in there. <laughs> we fit. You have Game and Watch. You have like seventeen different Fire Emblem characters. You have uh, the the Ice Climbers characters. Mm-hmm. My boys Ness and Lucas. I say all this at, at, like I I've only watched footage of of Smash. The last Smash, I only played the first one. But apparently, all I know is that certain people hate Smash. 
whether or not it's a real fighting game. Yeah. So, what can you tell me about Prey VR? Okay, so Prey VR, um, as we know, there have been other VR games from Bethesda, such as uh, you know, The Elder Scrolls, Wolfenstein, Doom, but there has been a listing on a retailer. Don't forget Fallout. Fallout. <laughs> so Bethesda is no stranger to VR games, and there was a retailer. Um, I'm not sure who the retailer was. Shopto. Shopto. Which I, or, I feel or, like shop, or Shopto. I feel like I've heard that name before, so I wonder if they've had other similar leaks. Well, but, yeah, like the it, the story says that they've they've leaked games ahead of their reveals in the past. So, li- listing has been deleted. Listing has and, been deleted, but it was there, and it only mentions PSVR. Mm-hmm. So have you played Prey? I I played it when it first launched. I I do want to go back and play it. Because like our while I do love the the 3D realms Prey. Uh or the, and I even kind of hoped we would get the original Prey too. That idea sounded really cool. I'm really yeah. kind of bummed that didn't come out. Yeah, and, that, and like you would you would have run into the 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 main character from Prey, or the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So like instead of getting a like instead of being a bounty hunter in on like in in an on an alien world, we got a system shock esque game instead. So it was pretty cool from what I play. Just it's not really my type of game, so I put it down a little bit. Yeah, I mean. As someone who's finally played VR, I don't know how how it would work because, like, while while the game is in the in the in the, in the um, style of System Shock, survival is key in that game. So it ha- it it would have to be some sort of alternate path of playing the game. So and this one I'm next this story, this rumor I'm really really into. Uh more detailed surface on Resident Evil 8, 8 Village. 
Yeah, I'm not sure how in-depth you want to go on here, because if it is all real, some of this is pretty spoilery. Let's just try to, let's try to find a way to get around the spoilers. So... There's going to be a cult, according to this this leak. And the antagonist sounds like something right out of Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. And... There's some indication that the umbrella that you uh, that you that you that you encounter at the end of Resident Evil Seven isn't as good as they say they are. Uh, so Alan. Sorry, I never finished seven. There is a name here in front of that part with the umbrella. Do they show up? No, uh, this this character showed up in the second Revelations game. Oh, okay. And a lot of this, some of this stuff is like it sounds like a. Or there's certain things here that sound like it was inspired by Revelations too, like the flashlight having a big, like a larger role in the game, based on the game apparently being pretty dark, like, and the flashlight will. Or can run out of batteries. So it looks like they're going for an Alan Wake type of experience. But not, you know, that in-depth. There is... You're still, you're playing as Ethan, the character from Resident Evil 7. And there's should we spoil this? Like the enemies? I know one of them has already been kind of rumored. I think we touched on it in a previous episode maybe. The one in the second paragraph specifically. <laughs> oh yeah, I was talking about the uh, first in the first uh, sun. Yeah, first I don't paragraph. know about that. <laughs> yeah, like the it says the like the main enemies are zombies and pale human like enemies. Yeah, which 
And it also says that dogs, wolves, and enemies that resemble liquors do appear as well. There are zombies with swords, knives, and clubs. Which I don't buy a single... I, I do not <laughs> buy that at all. Because there's a point where it's Resident Evil. And then there's a point where it becomes Silent Hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I would not, I would, if I was playing Resident Evil 8 and Pyramid Head just walked by, made a quick cameo, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. But then then again, the whole thing is the whole. The whole thing is supposed to be. Some type of experience you encounter in like a previous like Silent Hill one or two. Yeah, there's some stuff at the bottom about someone on Twitter tweeting some more details. Again, I don't really know how much we really want to possibly spoil this stuff. But I mean, I don't know. Like, you're probably a bigger Resident Evil fan than I am. Looking at all this stuff, does that have you excited? Are you kind of worried? Like, what's your take on all this? Are you talking about the update bit at the bottom? Yeah, from, was it Claire Chaotic? Well, the first, there's what? Five bullet points. Mm-hmm. The penultimate one, I do not. I do not buy. Yeah, that one's just kind of stupid. <laughs> the one before that, I can. I can actually picture. That's the one I really don't want to spoil because seeing that for the first time would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, the first two, I'll just. Should I mention the first? Uh, well, don't seem to. Uh, the f- first bullet point is less tentacles, which that's always a good thing. <laughs> because this isn't hentai. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Uh, there will be apparently more occultism, decay, and body horror, which I. What are they going to do? How are they going to push it after all everything they did in Resident Evil 7? Where where Jack Baker cuts off your ankle or your mm-hmm. or cuts off your leg at, like at your ankle and makes you crawl back to get it. <laughs> and you pick it up and you can inspect it. And And the the uh, rely on horror. They even mentioned that that the tentacle bit is a, li- a little confusing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. How often does Resident Evil go like tentacles? Like I know Nemesis does that, right? Like one of his later forms. 
I think, I think so. I don't feel like there's any like normal enemy. <laughs> Again, I'm not a huge Resident Evil guy, so I, I'm I could totally be talking out my butt right now, but like, okay, I don't think so... tentacles. <laughs> So the Ganados in Resident Evil 4, they had a, like, they had, like, they, have you seen, uh, the thing? Like, the first one? It's been a long time, but yeah. Okay, remember what happens when, uh, they're doing the blood test scene? Mm Mm-hmm. And... One of them, and they they find out who the which like the, who's contaminated. Yeah, think that, but with a but smaller scaled, and on a ganado, or a dog, or a wolf. Okay. So, I mean, if they really want to screw with us. They could, they could throw, uh, oh man, uh, flash grenades in, and have it do nothing compared to Resident Evil Four, where that just they were over OP at certain points. So, I think that's where we. Uh, this is where we're going to end the episode. So, by the time this is posted on VG.TV, I will be posting a way, uh, a link to, to a site that will, if you haven't already, it'll show you of how to help with this current situation. Things like petitions, uh, donations, and much more. So I've been your host, Alan Muir, and joined joined by Graydon, who is already gone. I was really looking forward to see what he was going to talk about. It looks like I'm, I'm, I'm either way I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going to find out. <laughs> and but I've been joined by also Josh Miller. Pleasure as always, Alan. So in this time of test in this test testing times, stay safe, stay sane. <laughs>